On today's episode, we do a class spotlight on the ferocious frontliners, the Berserker. Hello and welcome to Dungeon Jedi Masters, a podcast discussing everything Star Wars 5e. My name is Todd, I've got Tegan here, and we're looking forward to jumping into hyperspace with you. Let's go! Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dungeon Jedi Masters Podcast, Season 2, Episode Number 5. Tegan, how are you doing today? Yeah, doing pretty good. Uh, excited for the hunted game a little later today. Just kind of nice to get everything rolling again. Yeah, absolutely. We had a good uh, session last time. Uh, it's a, a good one to play in. And, uh, you know, my games are, are going along well, so always good to just keep uh, those Star Wars D&D games rolling. Uh, welcome, everybody, to today's episode. We're going to talk about the Berserker class, uh, spotlight on that, uh, you know, rage and reckless warrior in the Star Wars uh, battlefield. Uh, so before we get into that, a few things on our end. Uh, first up, uh, make sure to check us out, DungeonJediMasters.com. Find all of our content that we put out, this podcast, our YouTube channel, our uh, Twitter and Instagram, uh, Twitch channel, of course, where we do our live actual plays, such as the Hunted Campaign. And, of course, uh, access to our Patreon. If you'd like to support us, uh, support this podcast and other things we do, that's where you can do it. Uh, we do have two new uh, Patreon members in the Tier 2, uh, Nicholas and Patrick. Thank you very, very much for your support there. Uh, they have joined the many other wonderful Patreons in uh, getting access to our exclusive content that we do put out monthly for those Patreons. And uh, we do have one of those uh, new items out today as well, our custom NPC encounter. Uh, so hoping this will be a, a fun one, a cool uh, tactic here. We're going to utilize the tactical initiative variant uh, where players can go in the same turn order. And so we've got two uh, Trandoshans tag team that basically you know, fight together, and they're, we're going to create some custom uh, fighting combinations that they can use uh, on that battlefield uh, as they go against the uh, their opponents. So uh, for those Patreon members, check that out today. Uh, should be a fun one. I think that's everything on our end. Uh, there is a couple new uh, updates for Star Wars 5e. Uh, we have a new species and a new variant rule. Tegan, I'll throw it to you first for the uh, new species, the Baraguin. Perfect, yeah. So the Baragwin, you guys may have caught a brief glimpse of them in Return of the Jedi. They've got a, a pretty noticeable, for lack of a better way to put it, an ugly, <laughs> ugly look to them, but it uh, could definitely be a fun PC to play. Uh, so with these guys, uh, they're going to probably cater towards more engineers, maybe even scouts. Uh, one of the nice things you get with them is uh, if your uh, ability score increases, you'll get a plus two to intelligence, uh, as well as a plus one to constitution. So uh, if you're going for an intelligence build, even scholars actually too, I should mention, uh, would be a good fit for these guys. Uh, they also come with a couple of cool uh, features added onto them as well. Uh, so they're kind of known uh, for being a little bit of an arms dealer within the, both the Legends and Canon. Uh, so one of the nice things you get with them is if you're going to try to buy weapons or selling weapons, uh, you'll be able to 
uh, make a persuasion check uh, like you have expertise. So if you just had, uh, even if you don't even have the, the persuasion skill, you'll be able to use it like you have expertise, just as long as it's related to uh, buying and selling weapons. So kind of a cool feature for the character, uh, especially if you're building like an arms tech engineer, uh, kind of a little cool piece of flavor to have with them. Uh, nice thing too, especially if you're going scholar engineer, since they don't get heavier uh, armor types, uh, you get the hide feature. Uh, so with that, uh, you AC 13 base, and you get to add your dexterity modifier to it. So helps you be a little bit more defended, uh, less mad on that side too. Um, also gives you a Kikin smell feature for advantage on perception checks, uh, as well as the natural empathy feature too, which will uh, give you advantage on insight checks uh, against humanoids and beasts within 10 feet of you. Uh, so this got to be a good one to bump wisdom up a little bit because you just get a lot of cool features that kind of key off your wisdom between the perception and insight, uh, and as well as the traveler's feature, which gives you proficiency and survival skill. Uh, so while they don't get a wisdom increase or that, I would definitely have a decent wisdom for them uh, just to really make sure you're getting uh, kind of the, the most out of uh, what they offer. Uh, and then the last big thing uh, is the weapon developer feature. Uh, so uh, they're famous across the galaxy for the quality of our arms manufacturing. Uh, so you get proficiency with arms text implements or munitions kits. Uh, so this could be a great one for engineers to help expand out the kits you have available or tool proficiencies uh, and really just have some cool flavor if they're going about your arms dealing uh, bargain win. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, another good addition to our ever-growing list of species. And kind of on that note, I just thought of, um, you know, so this one kind of going into the official status, I'm sure we'll get worked into those uh, certain channels and whatnot. But um, Heresies, uh, I think it's the Heretics Guide to the Galaxy, is their, uh, you know, massive document of all these species that they've put together. Uh, but there is a module for Foundry Virtual Tabletop, which we uh, showed off recently here. And um, you can get that and, and plug all those into Foundry. So if, if something is not official yet, but you want that uh, brought in, there is a way to get that. So uh, just a little note on species in general for that uh, system. Very cool. So the other uh, new release for Star Wars 5e is a variant rule uh, called Elevation. Uh, so this is a cool aspect to basically, you know, give you an advantage if you have the high ground. So uh, there's three levels, main levels to this. If you are at least 10 feet above uh, vertically and 10 feet away horizontally from a creature, you gain dominance over the creature, uh, giving you a bonus, uh, plus two bonus to ranged attack rolls. And the, um, the other creature is at a minus two to dexterity saving throws against the creature uh, that uh, is doing the dominating here. And then also you get a bonus to AC and dexterity saving throws against that you know, targeted creature or dominated uh, creature. So then from there, uh, if you go up to 20 feet uh, above and away, you gain super dominance. So then you your bonuses go up to a plus three. And then finally, hyper dominance. Uh, if you are at least 30 feet above and 30 feet away, your bonus uh, for those is plus five. 
So definitely a cool uh, little aspect here that you know can add some advantage to your positioning on the battlefield. Star Wars 5e is very heavily catered towards the range fighting, uh, so there just further adds to that. Uh, there's a couple other pieces here, just touching on how like advantage and disadvantage would come in and cover as well. So check this out. Uh, this is on the subreddit, of course, and in the Discord under the new releases and whatnot, and see if you'd like to add that to your game. I think uh, that is everything, though, for announcements and everything else, and we can jump in to today's topic. As I said earlier, uh, we're going to talk about the Berserker class. So, Tegan, uh, let's get her going. Let's, of course, go over the core features of the Berserker, tell us kind of what the class, um, you know, generally build is like, and, and then uh, run down some of these features. Definitely. So the Berserker, as you mentioned, is one of the best frontline tanks you can have. Like they're just built to soak up damage, uh, and they can have a decent output too, especially depending on how you build them as well. Uh, so one of the big things to go along with this is they're the only class with elf hit die. Uh, so you're going to have just tons of HP points. Uh, even if you take average, or hopefully if you got some decent rolls, if you do rolling, uh, you should be by and large uh, ahead of everybody else uh, with how much HP you have. Uh, especially with starting uh, with 12 plus whatever your constitution modifier is for that first level, which your con mod as a barbarian should be one of your higher stats. Uh, so with these guys, uh, with their baseline class, uh, they get proficiency in light and medium armor. Um, all vibra weapons, so they can use the martial vibra weapons, uh, but only simple blasters, uh, unless you take an archetype that expands that for you. Uh, strength, uh, the saving throws you get are strength and constitution, which kind of fit along perfectly where you want to build off uh, your barbarian or your berserker, I should say. Uh, and then uh, you get to choose uh, two skills from either animal handling, athletics, intimidation, nature, perception, or survival. Uh, so with the berserker you're most likely uh depending on what archetype you're going to go with are going to want to be melee focused or you're going to want to get sure you get a good vibra weapon behind you uh that either just does some hearty damage or also helps you uh, defend yourself a little bit uh just to really make sure you're taking advantage of uh being pretty hard to damage you can get up close and personal with whatever you're going up against so kind of going into that, that's just kind of the base features. Uh, at level one, you get a couple of uh, kind of the core features for being a barbarian or berserker uh, in this system. The biggest one being rage. So rage is uh, like the barbarian berserker's bread and butter. Uh, it's going to give you a lot of what makes this class unique. Uh, a couple of the big features you get when you're raging, uh, and to go into rage, you just need to activate it using your bonus action. Uh, but once it's activated, you have advantage on all strength uh, checks as well as strength saving throws. Uh, so this is great too, especially if you're building a grappler build or uh, anything like that. You'll have advantage on those due to the rage. Uh, you'll also, uh, when you make a melee weapon using strength, uh, you can gain uh, bonus damage to the roll uh, as shown in the table. Uh, and at level one, you start off with a plus two damage, and it gradually increases as you gain levels within the class. Uh, but one of the big pieces, and this is why they're kind of the quintessential tank, uh, is that when they're raging, berserkers have a bit, uh, resistance to kinetic and energy damage. Uh, so just really makes you pretty hardy hard to damage uh the just really gives you some longevity in the field uh other things too with this one just a few kind of caveats with the rage uh so you can't cast powers uh 
while raging and you can't concentrate on them either. Uh, so this wouldn't be a good build for a caster unless you're taking one of the Berserker archetypes, which gives you some uh, additional features relating to casting. Uh, and then uh, your rage will last for a minute, but it ends if you're knocked unconscious, have heavy armor, and if your turn ends and you haven't taken hostile action or taken damage since your last turn. Uh, so if you get like stunned or uh, for some reason you're not able to make an attack, it doesn't have to do damage. You just have to take that hostile action uh, and you'll be able to keep it running. Uh, and the last big thing for number one, uh, level one is the unarmored defense. Uh, so with this, if you're uh, not wearing any armor, uh, you can make your AC equal 10 plus your dexterity mod plus your constitution modifier. Uh, and you can still use a shield with it too. So this could be a great way to, uh, if you're playing like a, a Wookiee or something, you just don't really want to have that armor flavor. You can go without it uh, and still have a pretty good AC. Nice. So that's level one. As you go through uh, level two, you also get some pretty sweet stuff. Uh, one of the biggest, especially for Berserkers, is Reckless Attack. Uh, this is just kind of a great way to make sure that you're hitting often, uh, and especially if you have any modifiers to your modifier mods to your weapons or feats uh, that lower your crit threshold. Uh, Reckless Attack can be a great way to crit fish, and Berserkers are like the best ones to crit with, uh, maybe outside of operatives. Uh, but basically what it allows you to do uh, is when, at the start of your action, you can decide to attack recklessly, which will mean that any attacks you take for that turn, uh, they will have advantage. Now, this does come with a downside, though. It means any attacks at the beginning of your next turn will also have advantage against you. Uh, so just one of those ones to keep in mind. But with Berserker, if you're raging, you've got those resistances up. Stop that definitely a fair trade-off. You can usually uh, kind of come out ahead with that. Uh, and the last big thing you get at level 2 uh, is the Berserker's Instincts. These are pretty sweet, so a little bit different than traditional 5e. Uh, one of the galley, one of the big focuses was really make sure you have options and can build your berserker or build whatever PC you're building different than a lot of other kind of every other berserker. Uh, so with the uh, level two with the instincts, you're able to go through uh, and pick two different ones that you'd like to start with. Uh, and then I'm not going to go through all of them. Just a couple that I feel stand out or kind of really add some cool options to the berserker. Um, one I would always recommend checking out are the Fighter's Instincts, which allow you to pick your own fighting style. Fighting styles, the Berserker can just really add some extra elements. Ones I check out, Onslaught, uh, gives you that dash feature, as well as options to trip uh, trip uh, other enemies, uh, as well as the Great Weapon Specialist. Uh, there's a number of different ones in there that can just really enhance where you want to go with your Fighter or your Berserker. Uh, the other big instincts I'd recommend, Predator's Instincts, just gives you a little bit extra speed, 10 feet extra movement speed. Uh, with Berserker, you're going to want to be in the front line, and you're going to want to be able to kind of get back and forth quickly, so that just gives you some more options to do so. Uh, but the big one, especially if you just really want to build the tankiest tank, uh, is the Dewback's Instincts. This one is really potent. Uh, it's going to give you uh, three additional resistances while you're raging that you can choose. Uh, so you could choose to pick like fire, psychic, and force damage, and you'd have resistance to all three of those uh, while you're raging, in addition to your normal resistance to energy and kinetic damage. Uh, so it just really makes it uh, hard, especially if you kind of know the the, the flavor of the campaign or kind of where you're likely to be going up against, uh, that can be a good way just to really make sure that you've got all your bases covered when it comes to damage. 
moving through there. So that's level two, a level three. Uh, you also get danger sense, which is another great boon for being a berserker. Uh, basically, what that's going to do is if you have a dexterity saving throw uh, that you can see, uh, so like a, a trap or somebody activating the power on you, so you have to be able to see it, uh, you will be able to have advantage on that dexterity saving throw. Uh, so especially with a lot of the, the damaging powers like explosion, force lightning, all of that, a lot of them require dexterity saving throws, and most of those you can typically see coming. Uh, this is a great way to keep your character from hopefully seceding and taking half damage from that and then having to get with your resistances, hopefully. Uh, also at level 3-2, you get to pick your uh, different archetypes, so Berserker Approaches, they call them, uh, and we'll touch on the archetypes later, uh, but there's a lot of cool options with those to just really flavor out how you want to have your PC and just really give you some cool options to kind of build whatever Berserker type you're going for. Yeah, definitely uh, plenty of good options there that, as you said, we'll get into later. Um and, and good to initial core core features that the uh, class offers here. Uh, of course, at level four, across the board, uh, you're going to have your ability score improvements with the class uh, that show up, um, you know, f level four, eight, 12, 16, and 19. And, uh, you know, in place of doing the two points, you can also do a feat or as some, uh, you know, DMs allow, such as uh, both of us. I, I know we run this rule, Tegan, is that you can do a... Uh, single ability score improvement point and a feat. So really uh, rack up that, uh, you know, what offering of what the player can do. And then, uh, you know, speaking of those feats, though, that's another thing that we will touch on later as well, just to give you guys some suggestions. Uh, now, what's what's the best thing uh, for a Berserker class? So, all right, I think we brings us to level five. Tegan, if you want to keep going and round us out with the core features. Perfect. So the features slow down a little bit at level five, uh, but you get the extra attack. So uh, you're going to be a martial frontliner. So that allows you to get some more extra damage off as you're going through. Uh, level seven, uh, you'll also get uh, feral impulse. Uh, so this is basically your instincts are so honed, you'll have advantage on initiative rolls. Uh, nice thing too is if you're surprised at the start of combat but are incapacitated, you can take your turn normally on the first, uh, kind of just go regularly on your normal first turn. Uh, but only if you enter rage before doing anything else in that turn. So as long as you have rage, you pretty much can't be surprised. So gives you a little bit of extra flavor there as well as some good uh, features with that. Um, at level 9, 13, and 17, you get one of the nice things with being a berserker, brutal critical. Uh, basically what that'll do is uh, if you crit, you get to roll an additional weapon damage die uh, when determining the extra damage for the critical. Uh, and it increases uh, to two dice at level 13 and three dice at level 17. Uh, so just really can get some good stacking with it. Uh, the nice thing too, especially if you pick a race that uh, or species that has this ability too, you can stack that on top of there. Uh, so I think like Trandoshans, if I remember right, have the Brutal Critical. Uh, but check, they may not have it, but check see if the, there's other classes that have that Brutal Critical or species that have that Brutal Critical. Uh, so if you're building that, that's be a good way to stack and just get some crazy damage on any crits, especially if you kind of mod or take some good feats to enhance that. Uh, moving on from there, at level 11, you get Relentless Rage. Uh, so basically, uh, your rage will keep you fighting despite 
kind of a wound you've taken. Uh, so if you drop to zero hit points uh, while raging and you just don't die outright, uh, you can make a DC 10 constitution saving throw. And if you succeed, you drop to one hit point. Uh, so kind of cool there. It's going to keep you in the fight. One thing to consider, though, is each time that you use this feature after the first, uh, the DC increases by five. Uh, so only need a short rest to reset, but uh, definitely help you yo-yo a little bit if you're in a tough fight. Uh, moving from there, you get to the level 15 feature, Persistent Rage. Uh, this also is a good feature because it allows you to uh, kind of get rid of some of the rage downsides. Uh, so basically it says your rage is so fierce that it ends only if you early only if you fall unconscious or choose to end it so you'll get rid of that restrictions where if you are not able to attack or cause damage or take damage uh during your turn where you lose it level 15 or remove that exclusion and basically just keep it till you pass out or till you end that rage yourself uh then the level 18 feet uh indomitable might uh, if your total for a strength check is less than your strength score, uh, you can use that score in place of the total. Uh, and now note they said score, so by level 18 you should be at least at level or 20 strength, depending on your build. Uh, but you should be close to there, so if you roll below a 20, uh, you'll just be able to take that 20 uh, regardless. So that's a really cool feature there. Uh, it just really gives some consistency, especially if you've got some low rolls. Uh, you won't have to worry about them killing you on the strength checks. Uh, and then that last one, their capstone for the, the class is Primal Champion. Uh, so you'll be able to choose between your strength or dexterity score, and that'll increase by two. Uh, the nice thing is it's allow you to go beyond 20, so it's allow you to go up to 22 with either your strength or dexterity. Uh, and the same thing, too, for your constitution. Uh, so this could be a kind of a great way if you know you're going to go to level 20 to maybe stick in the class and not have to worry about multi-classing. Uh, if you're kind of one of those campaigns that can kind of get up to those high levels. Uh, but just really some good features there. And especially if you go with uh, Dexterity or Constitution, that will increase your uh, unarmored uh, defense as well. Uh, just really make sure you're getting that best of both worlds. Awesome. Yeah, excellent uh, list of features there. I think just uh, running through those alone, uh, you can... You can see how this class, as you said earlier, is definitely that frontline, uh, you know, tank type uh, build for sure. Yep, definitely, they get a lot of fun. Uh, I've had one played on uh, my campaigns, and like they are a challenge because uh, they could just take a lot of damage that would lay the party flat. So they're definitely uh, one of the best classes if you want to be that frontliner that's just absorbing hits. All right, so uh, next big part of this class is, of course, those subclasses or archetypes, as they are called in Star Wars 5e. Great list here. Uh, looks like more than 10 of them, I think, uh, running down the list quickly. Uh, as I was looking through some of these and, and making some quick notes, there's a lot of cool things here, just a lot of variations and, and different things that you can do to build your, your uh, Berserker the way you want. Uh, so, Tegan, if you want to run through these quick and uh, just you know highlight the... The main features of, of each of these that it provides to your build. Definitely. So one of the first ones is a ballistic approach. Uh, if you want to be a berserker who uses blasters, uh, this is a way to do it. Uh, it's going to give you the ballistic approach feature, Firestorm, uh, which will give you proficiency in martial blasters. Uh, the nice thing, too, is it'll also allow you to um, eventually add rage damage to your blaster shots, too. Uh, so definitely uh, some good damage or some good options on that one, especially if you want to be a ranged berserker, which definitely a good fit there. Um, 
moving from the ballistic. Uh, we've got the Marauder. Uh, this is basically if you want to be like a Savage Opress, or you could even argue Maul and Vader occasionally. Uh, if you want to be a raging force user, Marauder is the way to go. Uh, it gives you some force casting options, uh, as well as some other cool features that you can really uh, throw in there just to really get your kind of unstoppable rage monster going, uh, especially since it allows you to cast while raging too. Um, moving on from that one, Precision Approach, this is a fun one. Um, I've played this one uh, during the holiday one-shot. Uh, it basically allows you to use dexterity with a lot of the Berserker features. Uh, so if you wanted to uh, like use Reckless Attack, you'll be able to use that with a dexterity weapon, or finesse weapon, I should say, uh, as well as uh, gives you some extra features with uh, stealth or acrobatics. Just a fun one. Uh, just, uh, I built an Ewok with it, but there's a lot of cool ones you can do, especially as, uh, since you get freed up to use dex versus just being locked into strength as well. Uh, Warcheap is another cool one. Uh, this one is more about uh, kind of buffing your allies and just really uh, make sure that everybody's kind of fighting at the best of their ability. Also gives you uh, proficiency in your choice of persuasion or intimidation, or uh, especially if you're going berserk or intimidation, could be a good way to really flavor that out. Uh, the next one, uh, Addicted, is a cool one. This is one of my favorite ones. I haven't built a PC yet using this, but it's definitely next on my list. Uh, basically, with this one, uh, you'll be an addicted to some type of substance. Uh, you can pick that substance as well as your choice of Brewer's Kit or Spicer's Kit uh, for the feature. Uh, basically, whatever you're... When you're raging, it's not just kind of you're angry, it's you're taking that substance. Uh, depending on the type of substance, too, you may get an additional bonus or flavor with it as well. Uh, so this is a cool one, especially if you wanted to make it down on the luck PC or just kind of a crazy uh, kind of uh, spiced out uh, PC. So that's just kind of a fun flavor one that I've been interested to play myself. Uh, going from there you get the bloodstorm which is going to be mainly focused on thrown weapons so uh with that uh you're going to allow you with furious throw uh you'll be able to uh you get your rage damage as well as reckless attacks using thrown weapons uh the nice thing too is you get returning attacks uh so any thrown weapon can be ricocheted back to you at your command uh so this kind of be a cool way if you wanted to make like a bullseye type architect uh with bullseye from marvel you can just kind of throw it stuff and just bounce it off and have it come right back to you uh all while still raging and just being incredibly hard to take down uh, Brawling Approach is a cool one, and this is, uh, I've not played it, but I had a player use this in one of my campaigns. Uh, you can get some crazy damage with this between Rage and uh, just how many attacks you can take. Um, one thing I would recommend with this one, because you get Fist of Fury, so uh, it allows you to bump up your unarmed strike damage, so you'd start off with a D4, uh, but if you pick a class, or pick a species that gives you unarmed damage that'll bump it up again as well uh, but if you take this one I'd recommend taking two things in particular just to really maximize this archetype uh, brawling style uh, as well as brawling mastery uh, both of those are going to bump up your damage die getting you to up to a d8 uh, depending on or d6 or d8 depending on where you started from uh, and the nice thing especially if you take brawling mastery uh, it's going to give you four attacks in a turn 
Uh, so you're just going to be able to, or once you're level five, you'll get four attacks in a turn. Uh, so you're just going to be able to wallop things. Uh, and I had a player do this, and while each hit is a crazy high damage, uh, it definitely stacks up. It can really uh, get a good turn going, especially if you wanted to have like a good Wookiee who's just tearing things apart with his hands. Uh, Brawler is the way to go with it. Uh, moving from there, you get the Cyclone style, which is all about two-weapon fighting. Uh, so th this one, if you wanted to kind of have a character that's using two weapons, like two blades or whatever it may be, uh, you can add, uh, basically allows you to add your strength or dexterity modifier to the damage of a weapon fighting attack, uh, as long as it doesn't already include that modifier. So let's just stack that up a little bit. Uh, as well as the double swing. Uh, while once on each of your turns, when you miss with an attack while raging, uh, you can immediately make a melee attack with a weapon in your other hand. Uh, and does not take an action with that, too. So kind of a good way, uh, especially if you're worried about some low rolls, to uh, back that up and get some good damage with it, too. Uh, and then you get the frenzied... Uh, Berserker class. Uh, these ones are going to be a good one. Uh, this gives you some good options, especially while raging. Uh, you can make an attack uh, on a bonus action for each of your turns. Uh, once after you go into that rage, the so first time you got a rage, and then after that you can get a extra bonus action attack. So uh, it kind of allows you to two weapon fighting with just with one weapon. So if you got a big heavy weapon, this can be a good way to get some more damage off, uh, as well as uh, uh, just kind of uh, get some more attacks in. Uh, now, one thing to note with this one is each time you use this one, uh, you do suffer one level of exhaustion when the rage ends. So it's powerful, but definitely one that you got to be aware of because uh, it could definitely stack up with you with uh, that exhaustion. Uh, and then moving on to the last two, we've got the Industrial, uh, which is basically the tech caster for the Berserker types. Uh, so there's some cool tech casting powers. Uh, now to be aware for this one, it does not until later, I believe, allow you to use uh, powers that remain, require concentration. Uh, so definitely uh, one cool thing, though, is it does give you the option to add rage damage to your tech powers so some cool things that come with that uh, and their level six feature explosive resilience is sweet uh allows you basically whatever you hit somebody with your rage damage applying uh to make a little mini explosion which will just uh give your extra rage damage to it but the nice thing with it is you're able to pick what damage type it is so like fire cold uh there are a few more uh and you're also resilient to that damage type until the end of your next turn so uh if you know somebody's hucking explosions at you that could be a good way to get ahead of the ball and uh, hopefully get resistance to that if you didn't already have it. Uh, and then the final uh, Berserker class is the Juggernaut Approach. Uh, this is going to allow you to get heavy armor for your Berserker uh, and still be able to rage. Uh, so this way you can get that AC up without having to worry about splitting your ABI between your decks as well. Uh, keep your rage and keep all your other cool uh, berserker features without having to worry about balancing the two uh so this could be a good way to just keep yourself a little bit more uh make a little less mad and just kind of focus on your core stats very good lots of excellent options there uh you know likely fill out uh, any flavor that you want to go after with your berserker build uh so much there and i'm sure there's you know still other ones that are you know in the works and whatnot for your archetypes so Excellent. Uh, so that covers our core features with the class and the archetypes. 
so now we'll go into a little bit of our suggestions that we have as you build your uh, build your class. So looking at the feats, of course, uh, with your background when you're level one, you do get a feat with that. Uh, so talk about some suggestions there, and then any other additional feats, as I mentioned during uh, like that level four ASI, for example. Uh, what other things we would suggest for you to take? Uh, that would help a build and then also we'll touch on some multi-classing uh, options what would be good uh, good synergy with the berserker class to really just build out uh, a great functioning character so tegan let's go uh, you know into those feats the suggestions you have there starting with kind of the background and then anything additional that you'd consider Perfect. So there's some sweet background feats you can take uh, my recommendations unless you're going with one that goes for decks i would focus on con and strength initially for your background feed to help uh bump uh probably strength up to uh hopefully like 18 or so uh just to make sure you're kind of starting off with uh, the best output you can for it uh but a couple of those feats i would really consider durable is probably near the top of the list uh basically what that's going to do uh is going to give you plus one to con so help you round out your con score a little bit uh but the nice thing with that one uh is it's going to give you uh some extra hp uh so when you're leveling up uh, you basically get two times uh your level uh in hp uh while using that durable feat uh so it's just a good way especially you're gonna be the tank you're gonna be uh getting a little bit more uh Kind of, you're going to be the front line taking more damage. This is going to allow you to stack that. You're going to have a higher con, too. So uh, it's just really going to put you in a good spot for it. Uh, the other nice thing with Durable is when you roll a hit die to regain hit points, uh, you can the number minimum number of hit points you can regain is equal to twice your con modifier. Uh, so hopefully your con's at uh, at least a plus two, maybe plus three. Uh, so you'd be getting at least a, a plus four or six uh for any time you roll a hit die to regain or a short rest or for whatever you may have. Uh, so durable is definitely kind of top of my list there. Uh, the other one would be weapon expert for background feats. Uh, that'll allow you to either bump your strength, dex, or con, uh, but it also can expand your weapon proficiencies. Uh, and if you're an archetype that already has your proficiencies expanded, uh, will allow you to roll uh Kind of, you could pick one of your arc, uh, one of your weapon types, and you'll be able to roll advantage on the damage die for it. So, just a really good way to help maximize your damages with uh, that Berserker class. Uh, outside of backgrounds, there's a couple ones I would pick. Uh, so, just additional feats. Um, kind of still following that same premises, especially if your DM allows you to do the feat plus one ABI. Take a look at a lot of the ones that will either bump your strength, constitution, or dexterity. Those are going to be your core stats for the Berserker class. Uh, but outside of that, a couple ones I would really recommend checking. Fighting Stylist and Mastery. Um, like that Brawler approach, there's a lot of styles and masteries that are synchronized really well with the Berserker. Onslaught uh, being one of the big ones I'd recommend checking out. Uh, it gives you some extra speed, uh, especially if you take the Mastery, because you can trip people, and if they fall prone in front of you, you can take a reaction shot to hit them. Uh, just one of those ones you can just really control the battlefield and get some extra damage off. Uh, outside of that one, great weapon style for both the feats or the stylist as well as the mastery are, are great for berserkers especially the mastery one we can pair that with reckless attack uh allows you to get that damage off without having to suffer uh the kind of the, we don't have to worry too much about completely whiffing the shot uh so definitely recommend those ones uh, any of the fighting stylists and mastery can just really open some more doors for your berserker 
Um, outside of those ones, check out the weapon specialist feat, uh, like the blade specialist or crushing weapon specialist. Uh, blade specialist in particular can be a great way to lower your crit threshold because uh, it allows you to get a plus one to any damage as well as brings your crit threshold down by one. Uh, so it'll be 19 and 20 you'd crit on, especially if you have any additional modifiers. Uh, if you stack that with the brutal criticals you get later uh, in the Berserker class, we'll just light a crit more often to get that damage consistently. Uh, so definitely ones I'd recommend. Uh, the last one, this is one that if you're going to have a campaign that's going to higher levels, at least 12 plus, but Titan's power is like the the standout Berserker one. Uh, you may need some, uh, depending on which way you go with it, uh, you'll need a couple of other things to round it out uh but titan's power will allow you to wield a two-handed weapon uh in one hand uh so if you wanted to wield a vibro glaive or uh, a vibro sword versus having to take up both hands you can wield it one-handed uh so if you just do that one-handed and shield and the other you're fine but uh one of the best uses I've seen for it is taking that uh, as well as twin weapon mastery and fighting style uh, because you could wield two vibro swords, one in each hand, and just go crazy with the damage. So check that out. That could be kind of a fun one, especially if you're doing a higher level campaign. Excellent. Uh, great options there for your feet choices, uh, both at the background and then additional levels, uh, just to help you know add some more to your character, round them out. And then lastly here, uh, for our spotlight, we will look at uh, some multi-classing options. You're definitely a great element of the game to be able to, you know, dip into other classes and, and get some features from some other ones. And, and there's, of course, a generally one or two that synergize well with each class. So, uh, Tegan, tell us, uh, you know, your, your suggestion or two for doing multi-classing with the Berserker. Yeah, Berserkers are harder one to multi- They're not harder to multi-class. You just have a little bit limited options for things that synergize well, uh, especially if you're going to a level 20 campaign because you want to make sure you get that capstone. But there are a couple that can make it worse than missing that capstone. Uh, Fighter being the biggest one of it. Uh, if you get to level 5 with a Berserker and you want to have some more options, take a couple levels in Fighter, uh, at least 2 to 3. Uh, it's going to get you a lot of good resources. Uh Especially if you go all the way up to three, because at level one, you're going to get the fighting style feature. So you're going to pick another fighting style uh, that can enhance your build. And with Berserker, there's so many ones that can add some additional utility. Uh, this is going to help you kind of save some for getting you, kind of free you up from having to use all your feats for it. So definitely recommend that. So level one, you get that stylist. Uh, level two, you're going to get action surge. Uh, that's going to be great. It allows you to take uh, another action. So if you get level five, you can do another round of two attacks. Uh, get you some more DPS in there. Uh, as well as maneuvers at level two, which is great for berserkers. So you can take trip attack or uh, precision attack, whatever you may want to, to add some extra utility to your berserker class. Uh, as well as if you go all the way up to level three, uh, you'll get the masteries. Uh, so you get a fighting mastery as well as an archetype. Uh, I've had a lot of people with the berserkers go with uh, the tactician uh, specialist because uh, that just syncs really well with the berserker with your reckless attacks as well as the signature maneuver. Uh, you can just get some great damage, battlefield control. You can just pretty much run the battlefield. Uh, so fighter is one, especially if you're not too concerned about that level 20 capstone, I highly recommend. Uh, it also gives you a way to bonus action heal too. So uh, with second wind, there's just so much that it adds to it and there's little it takes away uh, unless you're going kind of a full 1 to 20 campaign. 
the other one is a little bit more situational, but this is just kind of a cool flavor, especially if you're going with the Marauder uh, archetype as already. Uh, a couple levels in Guardian can be good for Berserkers just to get some extra damage per hit. Because uh, basically, if you get Force Enhanced Strikes uh, that at level 2, uh, that could just be a great way to stack that with Reckless uh, and just really kind of go to town on somebody, uh, as well as getting some Force Powers. Uh, they will help you kind of round out the build, too. That was a little bit more niche, uh, kind of towards what you're building for your Berserker, but it could definitely be a fun one. Uh, but Fighter, all the way that's just really one of those ones that just adds so much uh, for so little. You don't really lose too much, especially if you do uh, at post-level 5. Uh, it just really gives some extra fun to your build. Excellent. Yeah, you know, as you said, a good option there. Uh, as we talked about earlier, though, there's so much in the class by itself that, uh, you know, you definitely would be a potentially tough decision to consider that multi-classing anyway because the class alone has so much to offer. For sure. All right. Well, uh, everyone, we hope that uh, that rundown of the class, the Berserker class, uh, helps you out there who are looking to build a character with this class. And, um, you know, of course, definitely go and dive into the uh, class information specifically because we didn't touch on everything. Um, But uh, lots there and lots of good stuff with that one. So uh, with that, I think that wraps up everything. Uh, Next episode... We are going to be looking at the new Starship of the Galaxy rules. Uh, We will be going over those. Uh, Might reach out to uh, some fellow members, uh, developers of that to help us go over that. But we will be giving at least a very, very hefty preview or discussion of those uh, to, you know, as those are uh, coming live. Uh, There will be getting a little ahead here, but um, the, I think we're planning the 1st of April, not a Fool's, April Fool's joke, but we will be having a uh, one shot all based on uh, space combat and the new space rules to really show them off. So looking forward to that when that comes up uh, in a month's time. So that's what's up uh, upcoming for us. Um, I think with that, though, uh, again, thank you to everyone for listening, following, subscribing, and whatnot. Make sure to check us out, DungeonJediMasters.com, and we will see you next time. May the Force be with you. May the Force be with you.